What's going on guys, my name is Alden Hero and welcome to episode 1 of my review series for season 8 of The Walking Dead. There's gotta be an easier way to say that. But anyway, The Walking Dead is back upon us and you can expect episodes of this every Monday or Tuesday I guess, uh, depending on when I get to watch it. It's something I've thought about doing for a long time because I have like a lot to say about The Walking Dead every single time I watch it. I don't always love it. For those of you who don't know and you just want the context of my relationship with The Walking Dead, it's very love-hate. I think when it's good, it's a really, really good TV show. It's just that you have to sift through an awful lot of bad to actually get to the good. Uh, but it's back and I'm really happy that it's back. So for the first episode, I just want to say straight up top, I actually really liked it. It was bright, it was lively, it was quite literally explosive, and the pacing was really good. It had some vintage Walking Dead non-linear time jumping, and unlike most Walking Dead episodes, important stuff actually happened. So from here on out, there will be spoilers. So the good stuff about the episode that I liked uh, I think the time jumping episodes of The Walking Dead are generally pretty good, like they help to frame the story in a more critical light and they enhance the importance of every single scene, like it shows in this episode uh, the way that it speeds through every single beat, like for example there's a moment when somebody from the kingdom is talking to a guy from Hilltop I think and she says I've got your back and he says you only just met me. Uh, and it's corny and forgettable, but it immediately displays unity between the two communities and the commonality in their cause. I feel like in previous Walking Dead seasons, they would have had two separate episodes featuring only these two characters, and they'd be like lost in some forest somewhere, refusing to talk to each other due to their different tribes, but eventually banding together to survive and realizing that they're not all that different after all. But this time they cut right through all of that bullshit and they get straight to the action. And that is such a welcome change in The Walking Dead. It's not a thing that they often do. Uh, Rick's speech was pretty badass. And in fact, badass Rick is pretty badass. Like his scowling at Negan, promising him that he'll kill him. It's just draped in anti-hero greatness. I did note while watching this episode that the array of characters in The Walking Dead is really insane at this point. Like, they verge from a guy who looks like Jesus and is actually named Jesus to a guy who talks like a 14th century Shakespearean king and is named King Ezekiel, who has a tiger. And there's just a whole bunch of other crazy shit going on. And it's pretty great when you actually think about it. Like, when you explain to other people what's good about The Walking Dead, that's definitely one of those things, although it would probably turn an awful lot of people off straight away. Anyway, my point is, Rick is good, and Rick having his shit together is so much better than Rick reeling from another loss and accepting defeat. We also meet another character, uh, a man who was afforded mercy by Carl and offered food as an apology for his dad shooting at him. Uh, this guy seems to be a little bit unhinged. Um, maybe due to malnourishment or something we don't really know, but he said he was already gone at one point and there's something very Morgan-esque about that. He also claims to be a Muslim, which means he, he's got some kind of like, well, I guess there's a hint at like a devoutness about him. Um, and it just makes me wonder if he'll have some kind of interesting character arc like Morgan did. And speaking of Morgan, it's great to see Morgan and it's also great to see him killing people. Um, I found him to be one of the most interesting characters in the show. I really liked him in the first few episodes and I was so happy that they brought him back because I actually really like the actor that plays him. I'm a big fan of his. Um, it's um, great to see him killing people, as I said. Speaking of killing people, uh, it's really cool the way the Outpost guys got picked off one by one. And I guess 
In this episode, one of the really cool things they did was showcase the military precision of the groups and the power of their togetherness, and uh, I really liked that. I also really liked the cars being decked out like mini war rigs from Mad Max. I thought it was clever and it looked pretty cool. So we'll move on to the bad stuff. I think it's going to be pretty obvious. Um, it's kind of the same thing that everyone else has to say. But first of all, Rick's fake old man beard was terrible. Uh, I don't mind the future old Rick angle in general because it doesn't seem to be all that far into the future if it were to actually go there at the end of the season, say, something like that. But I suspect that it's some kind of eerie dream-like effect caused by Rick being dazed in battle or maybe it's the dying hallucination of Michonne. Like, I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out in the coming episodes, so I don't really think there's much to speculate on at that point. But um, even if it does go into the future, we did see Judith at one point and she wasn't that old. We did get a brief shot of Carl walking past and I don't know it was definitely um, the same actor I don't know or the same actor's voice anyway I, I don't know was how much he was supposed to have aged by that point but nobody really looked that older apart from Rick and that makes me think it's probably uh, a hallucination the main problem I had with the episode is the same problem that everybody had with the episode Rick's plan was going really well it did that thing where it doesn't actually tell us what the plan is but we get to see it unfold piece by piece so we had the executions of the outpost men which is damn great the organization of the herd which is pretty cool the barrel explosions the tripwires all that stuff was great the driving straight up to Negan's front door and surrounding him alerting him to their presence with a beautifully choreographed round of gunfire and the hiding behind the decked out cars amazing but the fact that nobody fucking shot Negan when he sauntered out the door like he was Liam Gallagher walking on stage makes me want to bang my head off a wall for eternity. There is no need for them to even have a discussion here. Just shoot the fucking guy and then offer the other guy sanctuary or some kind of proposition or whatever. This is simply bad writing. To have the main guy like the main bad guy at the mercy of like I don't know 50 guns and still not get killed but not only that he doesn't even care about getting killed he's just standing there like yep that's right I'm gonna move my hips and hold up my baseball bat and say a bunch of shit like this ain't that right Rick when Negan actually did run into the building the guys just shot the windows of the building, which would have stood no chance of killing anyone unless they want them to die from falling glass. Surely bullets are at least equally as scarce as Daryl's cigarettes in this world, so I don't get why this seemed to be such a good idea. I guess maybe it would have alerted zombies to the area, like more noise and stuff like that, but you know... This is a thing that The Walking Dead needs to understand is that bullets can actually go through certain objects and they could definitely go through those walls and I just reckon, you know, had they shot at the level that Negan was running at, they might have actually stood a chance at hitting him. And considering Rick is so hell-bent on killing him, he didn't really do that whole character arc a whole lot of justice with that level of accuracy. Uh, Negan's survival was always going to be obvious, don't get me wrong, but it should have been the result of a better written scene, like him having his own counter plan or something, it's just, ugh. Then the priest losing his car to Gregory by leaving his keys in the ignition and just watching him climb into it was pretty damn pathetic and just terrible decision making from that priest. But the worst thing about the episode was Negan's line at the end to the priest when he said, I hope you got your shitting pants on, cause you are gonna shit your pants. Like, what? 
This is like going up to a girl in a nightclub and saying, Hey girl, are you going to have sex with me? Because I want you to have sex with me. It, it's just terrible on, on every single level. Despite the priest being trapped in the container or whatever with Negan, uh, while the zombies swarmed the outside, it was a relatively positive end to the episode. And after I watched it, I felt like it was just pretty damn solid. Like, you're going to have complaints involving characters and their firing accuracy all the time. Um, it just felt like a bit of an anticlimax after the military-esque precision they had in pretty much every aspect of the plan up to that point. Uh, but Rick not being able to hit Negan despite having his sights trained on him is kind of disappointing, I guess. But I'd still give the episode a 7.5 out of 10 which is not a level I'd normally give to The Walking Dead. But anyway, if you guys watched it, I'd really like to know what you think. If you enjoyed listening to me talking about it, please leave a like. And other than that, I've been Elden Hero. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.